0: Bridge toll, California customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation.
1: What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's the engagement? How long before gift? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Games in the first series. Use of IMAP to playoffs. check email best on best other spot. email clients. Identify fonts,
2: fonts from Where element. to find the best stuff How to
0: Welcome to twenty. 2021 predictions week on the voices of search podcast i'm your host benjamin shapiro and this week we're going to discuss all of our predictions for the wonder that is this year that is 2021 Joining us for SEO Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast is both Jordan Cooney, who is a world-renowned SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics, and Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Vice President of Services. And today we're going to unearth our first prediction, which is related to Google's core updates and how they evaluate content. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Searchmetrics. Jordan, Tyson, Happy New Year! Hey, Ben. How's it going? The truth is, it's December 14th, 2020, and we're still slogging through this year. But, you know, we get to pretend today that 2020 is over. We've turned the page. We've gone all the way around the sun. And it's 2021 now, guys. Let's look into the crystal ball and try to figure out what's going to happen this new year that is amongst us. We're going to start off talking a little bit about core updates, about content evaluation, about how Google is going to decide what to put in their rankings. So first off, Tyson, welcome to 2021. Nice of you to join us again this year.
2: Hey, I was hoping it was next year already. I'm looking forward to this 2021.
0: I'm sure you're excited. Hey, happy 2021. Tell us a little bit about how you think Google is going to change their algorithm this year?
2: I mean, if we're speaking in kind of like the broad lens, as far as how they're going to update the algorithm, one thing that's worth noting, and it's creates some ruffles in the industry with this last kind of December timing for the core algorithm update. I think it is worth noting too, though, that they did delay on that as well. Of course, there's hundreds of small updates that will kind of roll out very targeted and specific queries and things like that. But then we're kind of, we started to get used to this kind of like roughly kind of four major core updates throughout the year. So in 2020, we saw three of them. We saw that kind of before the elections and that Q3, we actually didn't see that. And then we saw the one in December. So on one hand, people are upset of the timing of it. But then at the same time, it's like, hey, we kind of skipped one. So I think like prediction wise, I would actually anticipate having more core algorithm updates than what we saw in 2020 and the horizon for 2021.
0: Jordan, chime in here. Tyson talked a little bit about the cadence of the core updates. Talk to me about more of the substance and content. You know, what do you think Google will change and how will they reevaluate how they rank websites?
1: You know, Tyson actually put together a great summary there. And when it comes to BERT in particular in many of the content updates, what I anticipate seeing is that Google will start rolling this out to many of the smaller markets where they don't necessarily spend as much time customizing their natural language processing and machine learning elements simply because of the size of the markets. And so in these other languages and in these smaller markets, what we should anticipate seeing is a higher diversity of competition, probably some challenges to some incumbents who've been pretty much stuck in these markets for a long time as Google reevaluates and assesses the quality of their content in the backdrop of the market.
0: I do think that there's an interesting conversation to be had about how Google prioritized what is the best piece of content as opposed to who is the content being written from. And it seems like there's been a dance with that. I honestly think some of it might have been related to the election in 2020, where showing content from non-reputable sources created some additional risk for Google because people might have been trying to spam the algorithm, as opposed to, you know, when we're not in an election cycle, giving an opportunity to smaller brands who are creating more interesting content, you know, allowing them to outrank incumbents might actually provide a better experience. Do either of you have a thought on whether Google is going to prioritize domain strength or the effectiveness of content in 2021?
1: Actually, I think this is a great segue and a great topic on this particular theme because as I see it, where Google's going to focus more on is less and less on these domain type KPIs or the value of the internal links that are pointing to these pages, things that a lot of SEOs talk about often when it comes to driving higher results. But what they're going to be looking at is the real substance of the body text and the associations of both the content within that body text, which is how they use natural language processing, in connection to the authorship or the authority by which that that content is associated to. And being able to match those things, I think, is incredibly vital and important because it allows for, say, articles where a publisher might be featuring a quote from a doctor or a specialist or an expert, And Google is associating both those experts and those authors that are mentioned in the content along with the entire authority of who wrote this article. And that I think is really important so that Google can better evaluate content and stack rank it against the market.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So Tyson, talk to me about what you think are some of the other changes that might happen related to how Google evaluates content in 2021.
2: I guess first and foremost, I would totally agree with what Jordan said. I do believe as Google's continuing to get more and more savvy of how they understand content and intent of content, they're being able to treat it on more of a URL basis than kind of like a domain level. And there's still going to be this value and this correlation with the domain level, but it's not going to be the same way that we've seen it necessarily in previous years. Other elements that I would anticipate seeing change or kind of like evolve throughout next year is going to be in two parts. One in the form of uh, variety and head terms. So one example that they gave at the Google search on event is the introduction of subtopics. And they use the example of some of like gyms. And well, within a home gym, people could be looking at affordable home gyms or best products to build your own home, Jim. And so within these head terms, there's always been this challenge of like, all right, there's a lot of different angles or subtopics within that that could be interesting. And so seeing that variety of ranking URLs within those top head terms, is, I would anticipate with the rollout of subtopics and that just like, hey, we want to make sure that we capture everybody and every intent within that. I think that's one area that I would anticipate seeing some additional kind of volatility in the serbs, And then the other element, which was also from the same event, and there's been a fair amount of talk in the industry about this, is passage indexing. I think that's going to be one that, yes, they announced it, but there hasn't been a consensus on what format it's going to live in. So I think that's something that we're going to see more of. And it was anticipated that it was, I believe, roughly 7% of total queries that would kind of trigger this type of ranking URLs. But as far as does this mean it's going to be more of a featured snippet integration into the SERPs, or does this mean that it's going to be more like a traditional listing in the SERPs? I think that's not quite defined yet. And I would anticipate that they're going to test a variety of different experiences within passage indexing. And we'll see some change in evolution, but that's going to be something that's going to be more prominent throughout the year.
0: You know, I'll give you what my prediction is for 2021 when it comes to Google algorithm updates, and it's actually less how Google's going to modify the algorithm, how they're going to evaluate content. I think the way that they communicate, we saw a clear change in 2020 that Google is trying to be more upfront. And we saw this specifically with Core Web Vitals, talking about what the rollout would be, giving SEOs time to adjust their tech stack to be able to accommodate the new data. And my prediction, maybe it's just my hope, is that Google will actually start doing this with some of the content algorithm changes, saying, hey, we're moving more towards prioritizing these types of factors for content and exposing more of what the SEO community would call as a ranking factor. Google would never acknowledge it as such. But I think that Google has been more upfront with what they're doing in advance. And I think that there's an opportunity for them to extend that to how they're evaluating content. What do you guys think?
2: In some degree, I would agree, but I don't expect it to be at the same level of clarity as what we saw with Core Web Vitals. And the reason why is because Core Web Vitals is something a little more specific that they can point to, where it's something that they can offer tools to measure They can say the timeline and it's a little more linear in that regard, where something like content as a ranking factor, how it's being used is a bit more ambiguous because there's such a heavy and such a significant portion of that that goes into machine learning or deep learning. So there's only so much that they could say as far as like, this is what we're trying to achieve. But then within different queries, you're going to have different weights and strengths of like these different factors. So it kind of goes way back with Google before they were integrating machine learning and deep learning in the search algorithm. It was a little more linear. It was a little easier to explain. And I think with this progression towards AI, it becomes a little bit harder to articulate and say concretely, this is what it is, is because you don't have the same rules for all queries. And I think within content in particular, there's a higher level of that or it's more likely to occur. So I think they'll communicate more of what they're trying to do from a broad strokes, but it's not going to have the same granularity as what they're able to commute with something technical like page speed or core web vitals as a whole. I mean, just to add what Tyson's saying there, I would say that I do
1: expect in terms of prediction, Google will be releasing more information as to sources they use to influence the machine learning language tasks or the machine learning process as a whole, right? So there's a bunch of different like input factors that can be used in various organizations and institutions are building these to help train a lot of these language models, including like the Stanford question and answer data set. And then there's a variety of other input factors that Google can use. And what I expect to have happen is that Google is going to announce that these are the assets they're using. And thus then SEOs and other webmasters can go and leverage those same data sets to replicate or better understand if their content is meeting that quality threshold or expectation that Google might have.
0: You know, Jordan, I appreciate your answer, mostly because you didn't outright disagree with me as the host of the podcast. (laughs) 2021's a new year. We're turning over a new leaf. I'm taking control of this podcast. Tyson, take it back. (laughs) And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton and Jordan Cooney from Search Metrics. Join us again tomorrow when Tyson, Jordan, and I talk about some of the technical changes that we predict Google will be making in 2021. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Tyson or Jordan, you can find links to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton and Jordan's is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E.